We are live, y'all. Time to Shine Radio. We are in the building. And I have my very first guest for today, Miss Bonita Jelaine. Yes. What's up? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Bonita Jelaine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is from, you know, where are you from? Philly. Philly. Yeah. All day. Yes. You know, yeah. I, went to, I went to school in Philly. So, uh-uh, what school yes. you went to? University. Oh, you went to see you? you, baby, okay. all day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from New York, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> right to Philadelphia. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we, we always got to start it back and, and, you know, like run the timeline, run the resume to see how did you even get to this point in your career? Because you're the superstar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I mean, I, I do a little. I do Are you right. that somebody? I'm that somebody. Okay, cool. Y'all yes, ready? Let's go. <laughs> so, no, it started off, I mean, from the womb, I've been singing, but, you know, being in the church, singing mm-hmm. in the church. Okay. And then... Um, of course, decided when I was a teenager, I went, I think I was like 11, 12, go pre-teens, and me and my little cousin and my best friend, we started a group for R&B. Okay. So we were just like, I always write songs and different stuff like that, and then um, we actually got um, saw by Next. Yeah. One of my friends had a, a pod, not a podcast. Back in the days, it was like on local TV. Oh, yeah. And so he used to always interview different artists and he wanted us to come by. He was trying to make us his artist. Okay. And Next saw us and they invited us to a couple of shows. Yeah. You know, showing a lot of love. Okay. So then my mom was tired of her being the only one that was taking us places and different <laughs> stuff that, and me only pushing everybody to rehearse and stuff. So she was like, we figure it out. Okay. So I Dang. waited till I was like 16. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I decided I still wanted to do it. And one of my good friends, she was an uh, intern at Rockefeller. Oh. And um, Jewels and Duke um, was working on a mixtape. And Cameron okay. actually was working on a mixtape. He was signed. He just signed an artist named J.R. Ryder. Okay. And so they um, had this joint. It was like, we need a hook. Hmm. And so, um, yeah, so I was like, I, I got it. I got this. And my friend was like, well, let me see what you, you know, let me let him know. So you let him know. And mm-hmm. I was so nervous. I did like four hooks back what? to back because I was like, if they don't like the first one, I'm going to have another one. Right. Line like, it up. One, I'm going to have another one. <laughs> and so Duke heard the first one. He was like, let's go. Hooked it. Mm. Session, um, Cameron loved it raw. Like when I tell you right away, and so then Joel saw that mm. and he took me under his wing. Wow! And so I didn't pay for. I don't think I've ever paid for a session in about two years. Wow. I didn't pay for a session just to go right to cultivate my craft to create. Hey. And um, Chink Santana was one of the he produced for me at one point. Like mm. when I tell you, they was really showing a lot of love. But yeah. I just wanted to sing, so I was on a whole bunch of hooks. Mm-hmm. Business wasn't right, you know what okay. I'm saying? As far as that goes, I was young. Yeah. I just wanted to do it. My mother just she trusted it's crazy because she had if I didn't answer my phone mm-hmm. she would literally call Joel's I was so embarrassed she would call Joel's and he'd be like hey mom she right here exactly <laughs> and she trusted Duke and all of them they really took me under their wing and um, that was my start wow so then I moved to Atlanta after college I went to see you see you Philly in the building yeah and so I decided to do it on my own I didn't want to wait on nobody else and mm-hmm. I just wanted to do it on my own and I st- uh, met up with um, Alex Richburg who wow. was famous from um, I mean it's so my my resume is is, is like dummy so, long. Yes, talking about it, I literally realized like I've done a lot of stuff. Like I've paid a lot of dues. But anyway, he started with Jimmy James, Terry Lewis. He took me under his wing. And he started um, more artist development here. Mm-hmm. And then when I moved here, and I put out my first single called Out of This World featuring Mickey Fax. And wow. met Mickey at Tree Sound Studios out here. And we became close friends and literally put that single out. And that was my first one. And from there, people just started knowing who I was. And I just kept doing music. Just kept doing music. Yep. So why Atlanta, though, not going back to New York? Um, So I was going back and forth. I was going back and forth. And I didn't move here. So okay. only reason I was here, because Alex lived here. Because okay. I met him in New York. And then he had a place 
always here. Oh. And so I was going back and forth in the summer times, you know, and I still actually, before I went to Temple, I went to Brooklyn College. So that first year of Brooklyn College, I met Alex. Okay. And then, and then right after that, I was able to reconnect with him oh, after, and then I moved so, here. Okay. Yeah. And so he had, he lived here. And so crazy my mom had property here mm. but we had no other ties but she had property here but I wasn't planning on moving here right. then she got rid of her tenant and I was like I'm gonna do it Right. life Why happens not? and I did that's it that's the perfect situation the plan was a year okay. to work on my project and mm. it's 10 years later <laughs> are you still in the same spot uh, no I literally just moved okay. um, it's been a year and a half I just bought another house in the same indicator Okay. but that townhouse I was here for the whole 10 years at that townhouse literally wow. mm-hmm. Okay. so I literally just moved and you know got another place and I I had that house for a long time I Airbnb and everything right mm-hmm. right yeah right exactly <laughs> listen you gotta have multiple absolutely <laughs> so being in the music business this this long like what what's the goal like from here for you the goal is to be honest with you I'm gonna be honest the pandemic really changed a lot of things in yes, life it did. certain expectations mm-hmm. that I put on myself and things that I forced myself to feel like oh you gotta be here you gotta do this things are all off the window okay. so my goal is right now is just to continue to love it okay. and to continue to do it because I love it and True. it's one of those things where I don't have any expectations of it and mm-hmm. because of that the doors have been opening because mm-hmm. I, like I already know I know what I bring to the table and my talent is but I don't expect to be Beyonce I don't expect to be anybody mm-hmm. huge I just want to have my audience so I can just focus on my music and people that love it and I'm okay. going to continue to do it for them for sure so are you that somebody how did that thing <laughs> come about <laughs> oh it's crazy are you that somebody it's crazy I recorded that stink on you. Okay, come on, stink on Yeah, you. shout out to Renegade, my homeboy over there. Like, anytime, like, he has a student and different stuff like that, we'll negotiate, and he'll be like, listen, come record it. And, um... How did somebody come about? Like dating in the dating is not easy in Atlanta. Right. And um, okay. <laughs> so I already know how that is. And I literally was at a point where I had sacrificed so much for my music. I was just like, you know what? I everybody needs somebody. Everybody wants somebody that they can call on, yeah. you know, to like tell them how the day yeah. going, how things popping, you know. And right. so I was just literally, it was a freestyle, okay. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I was just like, I'm about to go record it. And I hear my boy Renegade. He's like, y'all got something tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Went in there and um, him, my my homeboy Shannon Brown came. Okay. He was dipping into like, you know, um, wanting to just do creative and um, mix the writing and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I already got the song, but you can come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just be in the present. Okay. And it was just us three in there and just recorded it. And it was a vibe. It was a vibe. Who did the track? Um, so shout out to Steph. He's out of New York. Okay. So that's my boy. He actually did my first single that that actually got on the radio called Retro. Okay. And so of course we had to bring it back to him. For sure. And Steph sent me these tracks a long time ago. It's crazy. He just sent me some more. I just recorded last week on okay. another track that he did. So it's another one coming, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So Steph Mason, super dope, uh, super dope producer. And um, yeah, he's doing his thing. He's been doing a lot of like uh, placements on TV, some right. TV stations that's been on. I mean, TV shows. That's been out right now. So retro is on the radio. Yes. Okay. So shout how did out that to, get chosen to be on the radio? Uh, shout out to Big Ray over okay. there um, at Magic, mm-hmm. and so it was. You know, he has he does the thing where um, he has a virtual vibes, mm-hmm. and he does the live virtual vibes on Sundays, and he was doing the virtual vibes, mm-hmm. and he would just play different joints, and he played my joint, and it got so much love, mm. and it just kept getting love. So every time he played, they would started like saying like play it, play it, play it. Yeah. And so he had an opportunity. To to put it on and they freaking they loved it wow. and um so it's been on there about four times now and that's just not no extra payola no nothing you right. know what I'm saying that was just blessings okay. and it's just like 
wow. Like, wow. The first time I heard it, my mom just happened to be in town. What? She heard it on the radio? And with me, we heard it for the first time on the Together. radio. Yes. Wow. I cried like a big baby. This is it's crazy. <laughs> this was last year and it's still it's still going. Right. And I cried like a big baby. I put it on live so everybody got to see it. It okay. went viral. Everybody, because it was just the, the energy and the love from seeing like, you know, you do this for a long time right. and it's just certain levels to it. Right. It's almost like I play it's like game. It's, right. it's, it's still a game. You still want to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I just got to the next level. Okay. And um, yeah, I cried like a baby. I did not know I was going to cry. Like, it was like so much <laughs> adrenaline and energy. Though, right? Yes, it yeah. was no, literally impromptu. And I literally was like, hey, on the That's radio. Cool. Yes, yes. <laughs> Something that I wanted since was I was a little. great feeling, right? Yeah. What was your mom's reaction? Oh man, she was. It was like if if like if, if the smile can be from here to here, <laughs> let me tell you, her smile was so huge. Yeah, it was just a proud moment because you know your parents support you on whatever you do, but right. they also be like, you need to figure this out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Tough and love. To, yeah, and yeah. to see. She's my mother's always been my number one supporter. I only went to school because she said if you go to school, she knew I was first of all, I was single with Dipset. I was in every right. party you could think of. I met <laughs> Beyonce. I met so many different people. Right. And I didn't have to go to college. I could have just continued with the grind. Mm-hmm. And she was like, if you do, I got you. Okay. Afterwards, I got you. Okay. And she kept that promise. Wow. And even if she gets some, even when I get on her last nerve, okay. and you know, she'll even take when I have a lot of shows and different stuff. Like when I went on tour with Damien Esquire, she literally took my dog, watched him for me. Wow. And now it's like a routine. If I have a lot going on, she'll come and get him for a couple months. So she I know work. what it is. Yep. Okay. Yep. Big supporter. Yes, huge yes. supporter. And yes. she meant that. And she meant it. And she's <laughs> been, you know, and I do. That's like my number one fan and enemy at the same time. My right. best friend. I love it. So mm-hmm. we we got a lot of independent artists that yeah. watch our show, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about publishing. Yes. Um, so your song is on the radio, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So explain, you know, how the publishing works for that. Okay, so you do, like, I get random checks all the time okay. and because on, it checks. is on there. Listen, those are blessings. <laughs> listen, they start to add up. When you start seeing them and you're not expecting them, you just mm-hmm. get a deposit. You're like, oh, okay, nice. Right. Like, that's a nice list. I'm going to get my nails and my hair right. done this week. <laughs> but um, it's, it's very important to make sure because, like I said, when I started off with Dipset, I didn't know the business of that. Right. So I was writing those hooks, but... I mean, it was one thing where I had to, and to this day, is one song like they I had to fight just to get them to put my name featuring Benita. You know what I'm saying? And that's before, yeah. And that was before it was Benita Jelaine. You know what I'm saying? So it was a big thing, and that was a song that I did with Hellrell. But it's stuff that I know now in the business, like to make sure, not just about the split sheets, just to make sure even after the split sheets that it's actually registered, um, you know, with copyright. Everything is serious. You got to do it in any type of way. You could do it, you could have multiple songs on one form for sure so you make sure you have your business together and then I'm with ASCAP at the moment mm-hmm. um, I've been with ASCAP for a minute I probably I've been scouted to go to like BMI and of course to, and CSAC because it's a little bit smaller so mm-hmm. they're a little bit more hands on yeah. but I, I'm going to stick beside them I'm what? trying to you know <laughs> they sending them checks yeah so I'm just going to you know, stay with them a little bit longer and see you know where it goes from there so is it like every 90 days the checks come? No, it's, quarterly? It's, no? It's, it's, they do have a set. They have a quarterly, so you have a set time. So they really be random sometimes. Okay. Like right. I don't think that I've ever paid attention to to being a set time besides okay. when they first, when the songs first come out or okay. whatever. But they are random. It's like every, sometimes every three months I'll get one. Every So it, it's all it just really, yeah. really depends. Mm-hmm. So how did you like start to learn the business? Is it like as you went along, you had a mentor? How did I start? Research? I'm still learning. Well, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> yeah. that. Actual getting registered with ASCAP, getting yes. split 
see mentor and then also and it's it's trial by error like with everything like even when you have training for a job like you can go through as much training as you want you're Mm -hmm. not going to actually learn it until you're thrown out there and you're actually experiencing experiencing from yourself Mm -hmm. and there's so many tools now um for independent artists they are different um companies that will help you with it to get you started if you have a little bit of a budget to negotiate with somebody to help you out to get those things done Mm -hmm. um i do recommend it and youtube is my best friend i have friends i mean i have books like thick books for days that i'm still reading after like five six years but it's just all of the things and if if you're doing something, you have to perfect your craft in every sure. single way. I don't want to do that part. Yeah. I want to have management and business and different stuff to do that. But at the end of the day, you see a lot of artists that get messed up because mm-hmm. they put their trust all into somebody else to do it for them instead sure. of learning it for themselves. Sure. So that's one thing I can say. I'm proud of my mom for making me go to school that's good. because those things I probably wouldn't have known uh, if I wouldn't have done the, went to school to actually learn, learn it myself. Okay. Yeah. And how important is it for an artist to have a team? 100%. Um, even when I dropped somebody, like it was a team that helped me put that that single out and helped mm-hmm. me put that video together. And if okay. I wouldn't have had that, I wouldn't have been able to open for Chris, Seth Michelle and oh. Paul Thomas and different stuff like that wow. and have my band there. Um, you know, like at the time, like I had someone there as a role manager, mm-hmm. friends. And it's important to have like those friends that's going to support you as well as be a part of your team. Yes. Too. Because it's hard to be out here you know, by yourself. And I'm, I have ups and downs I have my ways like like right now sometimes I would have somebody with me I'm always usually have somebody with me mm-hmm. um and then but life happens like right. you know like I'm just getting back into doing it mm-hmm. and so having a team even if it's a team of two or three mm-hmm. is very important because as a creative we get overwhelmed yeah I want to be in a studio just writing right. I don't want to have to worry about okay did I put on my calendar that I was supposed to meet you at this time right. did I put on, I got three shows back to back did I did I set that I you know am I doing band am I doing tracks did they send them the stems did they, did, you know what I'm saying right. so those things I don't want to have to worry about and to right. have somebody have your back is okay. very important even if it's your mama need right. somebody to help you mama yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> well what positions would you say like are the most prominent for artists um what you mean like uh, manager publicist like you said top two or three yeah so, so I feel like I think at my point right now I think I need a publicist and a manager okay. but I think at some point when you're just starting off you really don't need that stuff you okay. just need somebody who's going to partner up with you and just be that person that's gonna videotape the background of you okay. while you're doing something like this okay. or you know what I'm saying that's yeah. gonna hold your bag and make sure that, that the DJ got your song okay. and that you at there for sound check so yeah. I don't think you should have to put if, if you're just starting off or you don't really have too much stuff going on mm-hmm. I don't think you should have to put a huge title right. on somebody at this moment mm-hmm. and that's just my opinion right. I feel like what do I need a manager for if I don't have nothing for them to manage Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got to look at it because yeah. people are, oh, I got a manager of this. Okay, but what if the manager, uh, the, the misconception, and I've had it, just trust me, these are all the lessons that I've learned along the way. Mm-hmm. The misconception is that I get a manager, they're supposed to help me and get me everything that I'm supposed to have. Okay. No, a manager is supposed to, yes, help you with those things, but you're supposed to also have those so that he can manage your career. Right. You got to have a career. You have a <laughs> career, you have to have something going on so he can manage it. So, For sure. So I feel like an assistant. Okay. Or a partner okay. is the things that you should definitely have right off. Right. And when you was coming up, there was no social media, right? Yeah. Okay. So it I, definitely was social media. Well, <laughs> it was. Okay. So now with 
wasn't for social media, I probably wouldn't have even been anywhere. Nowhere? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying because it's, it's oversaturated now. Yeah. But it wasn't as big. It wasn't no TikTok. Right. There was Vine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Just for stuff like that. But, um, and there was Facebook and always. And MySpace. Exactly. And yeah. MySpace, definitely. Yeah. So it was definitely, it was definitely social media. And MySpace was like... It. it. Yeah, yeah, everybody you know, was on my Exactly. Space. I used to live on that thing. Yeah. Your little green light came uh-huh, on. Yeah. <laughs> so how has social media like played a part or impact in your career? Uh, social media is a gift and a curse. Ah. It's the reason why I even can put out a record whenever I want. You mm. know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. put it out. And not just social media, just the, the distribution sites like, you know, the Tune Cores, the Distro yeah. Kid. Yeah. All of those are blessings to independent artists. But social yeah. media is the, the tool to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm trying to, I haven't conquered. I've conquered first Facebook now. Okay. I've, I've almost conquered Instagram. Okay. My thing is to conquer TikTok. Okay. And so when I say by conquer, meaning I'm getting paid by them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm getting paid by Facebook. I'm getting paid by Instagram. So my thing is to to conquer TikTok now. And the the thing to conquer TikTok is to get one of your songs to go, your song, Mm -hmm. not just the video, your song to go viral. You know how many songs I've learned? Didn't even know the whole song, but I've learned them from TikTok. Wow. You understand? So social media is a huge tool. And now the radio, the record labels are taking advantage of that. And Mm. they know that. If you can get a dope new single from even the biggest artist Mm. and you get them to make a dance to it, mm-hmm. they know it's already gonna go crazy. It's gonna go viral. Wow. Why you think Chris Brown? It's crazy because they have a whole dance to it. So those right. videos, is millions of videos and views. from dance and views <laughs> become that song. I don't yeah. even know the whole song. I just know that that, that part. part. <laughs> and that's from TikTok. Wow. And that's it's so many songs like that. Yeah. A perfect example, which I just recently uh, reached out and was just telling her how inspired I was by her, but Muni Long. Oh. Like so when I first my her, she was Priscilla Renee. Mm. And I've been in sessions around with her and different and I didn't even know she was the same person. Yeah. And I was wondering why, like I had hit her and like and she followed me back and I was like, why is she following me back? I was super excited. I mean, not to right. say, but I'm humble. Right. And course. not knowing that that was somebody that I have probably met in a session right. years ago. Yeah, and I'm so proud of her because yeah. like she used social media mm. and she used TikTok and now like the, the labels of different stuff that just wanted her to stay a writer. Mm-hmm. Now they going crazy reaching out to her. Now wow. she got songs back to back on the radio. She got stuff going back to back. But it started off from her song Hours and Hours from TikTok. From, from them doing TikTok videos. Come on now. Yeah. And it started from that. Wow. So Perfect example. Social social media is definitely key. Yeah, key. <laughs> it's key. key. That's yeah. where it is right now. Yeah. So who's like some of your influences? Oh, man. So um, many, right? It's so many. Um, but if I had to put... I'm like a melting pot and a lot of my influences go back from, of course, um, the Queen, Mary J. Blige, okay. Erica Badu is like one of the top ones. Um, but it even goes further than them. Betty, Betty Wright was one of my okay. biggest. My mother used to play her. And like okay. even for my first album, I've done like a song that was like tribute, like a version of her uh, from first a time. Yeah, okay. and then mine was mine was last time. Okay. <laughs> um, um Etta James, like okay. it's like so I have a melting pot, Joe mm-hmm. Styles, all of them like like but it goes deeper. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, those are some of my influences. Okay. And if you could talk to your younger self, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give yourself when you was younger? Um, keep going. Um, don't doubt yourself. Like, 
I, we, we, we are harder on ourselves more so than anybody. I know I am, especially if you're a perfectionist and be, um, when you do something that you have a talent for, yeah. you expect so much for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I was just the other day was saying, Dag, I gotta work on, I'm working on my next project and mm-hmm. I just, you know, finished another single that I finally like, okay, I'm about to have another single after somebody. Yeah. And um, I was like, Dag, but I needed it to be out. And then I stopped putting the pressure on myself, mm-hmm. especially because like almost two years, I didn't do anything. Well, the pandemic really yeah. had me in a different place where sure. that was everybody I yeah everybody I think we had a, a, a consensus of we all was going through a trauma for sure and so to get back into loving it as soon as I brushed my shoulders off and was like I'm back to loving it mm-hmm. I was on 11 Alive like Fox News come on like who come like, on and then I thought about it I was like that little girl was like I'm worried about putting out another single that little girl's like we, are, we have a single Wow. We was just on TV. <laughs> so I think about that, like yeah. the things I'm my, that little girl's wildest dreams. Mm. It might not be in the form exactly how she thought it was going to be, right. but she just wanted to do things that I'm doing now. That's it. Period. Period. And she's doing it. And she's, <laughs> she's doing it. Yeah, yeah, that part. So what's coming up uh, end of this year, beginning next year for you? Okay, so I'm working on a live recording. Okay. And so everybody's right. invited. You better be there. Yeah. I need you to. I need you to be in, like interviewing the people. See how. Yes. Feel for a minute. <laughs> and so this is going to be a tribute to all of us because you were like one of my day ones too. I met you like when I first moved to Atlanta. Like what? I don't even remember how long ago that I was. Don't even. It's crazy. Ten years, maybe. Yeah, it had to be ten <laughs> yeah. some, around that time. Um, but I'm doing a live recording from my first project, okay. like some of the favorites, because if it wasn't for shout out to New York City Transit in New York, okay, if it wasn't for them, they they bought physical CDs. Wow, yeah. Over like a thousand physical CDs. Mm. And so I'm doing um, songs from that one. I'm doing like my first um, single uh, with Mickey Fax, Out of This World, that okay. one. And so it's, it's probably going to be about six to seven old songs from the, each project, from the three projects, and then um, a new single. Dope. Yeah, kind of like an unplugged? Yeah, exactly what it is. Not kind of like exactly okay. that. An unplugged well, I love invitation. That. So I'm just trying to uh, get all of the details of the date because okay. I need that I need I need that place to be Okay. Because not only is going to be a live recording, mm. it's going to be a live video recording as yeah. well. Like a tiny desk. Too. Yeah, okay. yeah, all of that. Yeah, all yeah. of that, all, all of that. that. <laughs> yeah, I love live That's, what's, that's Clearly, what's next. Right? Yeah. Yes. So you know, listen, you never know. Ish was just talking about we we, we we might be doing it here. So you okay. never know. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. So any shout outs you want to give Miss Bolina Jolay? Um, shout out to you. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, shout out to everybody that's still doing it. Everybody who's still, even if you're just watching and, and remember, you know, a single or something that I had, you know, you kind of gain and lose followers the longer you do yeah. this. Um, and for all of my day ones that's been with me and supporting, listen, I'm not going nowhere. I'm still going and it's only getting better and better. So shout out to all of y'all. That's what's up. So thank <laughs> yeah. you so much, Miss Bonita Jelaine, for coming through. Yes. And give everybody your social media where they can follow you. Um, you can follow me at Bonita Sings, B-O-N-I-T-A-S-I-N-G-S. So my first name, Benita, and then Sings. If you put in Benita Jelaine, you'll see everything too. But my website okay. has all of my links as well as Shameless Plug, okay. my apparel line, which is called Retro Apparel. Okay. Retro. Um, so it's just, it's active wear, like hoodies, sweatshirts. Okay. Um, I got some sweatpants that just uh, launched, socks, like, you know, hats, but it's all like active wear. Okay. 
winter season. Okay. You gotta get you a hoodie. Yeah. Hoodie season Come is on, coming hoodie. up. Yeah, hoodie hoodie season is coming up. <laughs> so it's com. Okay. And yep. one last corny joke. Yeah. So how long? <laughs> well, how many times? Okay, I'm laughing before you. <laughs> how many times have you heard Bonita Applebone? You, you gotta, gotta put me off. Hey. Applebone saying you gotta put Just me off. Just know I would be. <laughs> Um, I would be able to buy a mansion. I would be able to put my radio. I would be able to pay every record, every every station to play my record. I would have every Gucci, Louis, Prada, every bag, every bag since that song came out. Okay, since I was since I was in when my mother bought me that record, I literally was in I think elementary school and she bought me the record and I hated it because I did not know nothing about it and all the little kids like like. Their parents, like, and they were like, and I'm like, what the heck? And then I got older, and then they would change it to Benita Apple Bottom, and then I would be like, so, yeah, I would be rich right now. Right. I had a dollar. She would have like 80 mansions. Exactly. Right so the, the goal is, shout out to Q-Tip, shout out to what? Five Dog. I met Five when I was 11, hey. and I was like telling him how to spell my name. He was like, I know. <laughs> right. And, you know, just to have that, to be able to, that I met those, you know, legend even before yeah. he passed on. Yeah, right. Um, so my goal is, somebody, somebody said, Send me a song, remix it, cause yeah. I gotta do it. Right. My name is Benita Jelaine, so exactly. somebody send me that record. Send her that. Let me remix it. Q-tip, you need Word. to be on it, okay? <laughs> Listen, don't let me get too big that you you better get on me now. Hell it is. <laughs> yes. But thank you so much, Benita, for coming through. I definitely appreciate it. Thank you. You know, you're always welcome. Me. I'm yes. coming through to the live unplug. Yes. You, you know what no, I'm talking about? No, no, no. Seriously, you better be on there. <laughs> for sure. When I have my list and my press list, oh, if yeah. I don't see, no. if I don't see your smile coming through the door. I don't care. We're fighting, okay? That's what it is. Make sure y'all follow Benita, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Time to Shine Radio, y'all. We out here. Peace.